The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we are going to be answering the question, what is the best eating window for maximum weight loss. So today I have Heather Rimmick with us and she has lost tons of weight doing intermittent fasting. So Heather, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about how you've lost so much weight doing intermittent fasting. Yes. So I have uh, struggled with weight since probably college when I feel like my metabolism changed from the teenager, you can eat whatever you want kind of days. And um, one thing that I, you know, I just turned to food for all kinds of things, happiness, sadness, anxiety. Um, and I just really struggled with my weight. So when I started with intermittent fasting, um, you know, I noticed that I started to um, lose weight, but I could eat the things I wanted. I had tried every fad diet out there. There was I no carbs, um, you know, only eating hard boiled eggs, like all the crazy things that you see. And then I was like, there has to be a better way that you can eat. You know, I look at these people and they eat whatever they want, but they're, you know, they're thin, they're not overweight and they look healthy. And so, um, I was able to start doing intermittent fasting and I loved it because I was still able to eat what I wanted and I was losing weight. Um, and so I have been able to lose a lot of weight like 55 pounds I've lost doing intermittent fasting. Um, and I feel better. I have more energy. I literally get to eat whatever my body craves. And, um, it's just been, it's, it's really just been like eye opening of how easy it was to do it. Um, and I've been able to do it in phases, which has helped me keep it off. And it's really easy to keep off the weight, like without it creeping back up on you in this with intermittent fasting, because you're not depriving yourself. So it's, it's just a really great way to um, be able to lose weight and, and be healthy. Um, and that was the biggest thing for me was I really needed to get healthy for my kids, for my family, um, and just make sure my health was much better. So tell listeners about um, how you lost an incredible amount of weight doing just one meal a day. Yeah. So I had done, you know, over the past like year and a half, I'd really like chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. And I'd, I would lose some and then I'd kind of like plateau and then I'd lose some more. And I had the last 10 pounds I needed to lose to kind of get within my proper weight window for my height. And I could not lose those 10 pounds. They were just those last frustrating 10 pounds. And so uh, we were getting ready to go on a trip and I kind of set a goal and I said, okay, for the next 30 days, like for 30 days, I'm just going to do one meal a day and, um, see if that helps me get those 10 pounds off. And it actually was really easy to do. Um, I ate within like a two, two hour window every day. And I had what I wanted. I would push to the afternoon slash evening. So I'd eat like late lunch, early dinner. I don't eat breakfast anyways. And I was able to lose those last 10 pounds in that 30 day period to get to my goal weight. Um, and that was just, I needed to kind of get my body moving in a different metabolism um, in order to have that happen. And that was kind of the way to, to change my system because I had been eating in six hour window 
which is like lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner. And my body just needed something different to kind of do that. And I believe doing that for 30 days really is what did it. And I was able to, yeah, lose. I lost his last 10 pounds in 30 days by doing the one meal a day. That's awesome. And then one thing that we've noticed is I just randomly remember talking to you about just putting like the, a separate eating window. I was like, okay, let's try this for sustained weight loss and see how it works. So mm-hmm. talk to them about that plan I had suggested and how well it worked for you. Yeah. So once I lost the weight, then of course I want to sustain it. And you don't want to eat just one meal a day forever and ever and ever, obviously. Um, and so what I do is, so five days a week, I eat two meals a day. So I eat lunch and dinner. Like I said, I rarely eat breakfast. Um, so five days a week, I eat within the six-hour window. So I eat a lunch and a dinner. Um, and then one day a week, so I that for me, that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I eat lunch and I eat dinner. And then on Sunday, I eat three meals a day. So I eat breakfast, I eat lunch, and I eat dinner. Um, And that's just a really fun day home with my family. I make breakfast on Sunday mornings, and we all kind of do that together. And then on Monday, so from Sunday night, I don't eat breakfast on Monday. I don't eat lunch on Monday. I don't eat again until dinner on Monday. So I do one 24-hour fast. So I do five days a week, right, within a six-hour window. One day a week, right? Three meals a day. So really it's like an eight hour window. And then one meal a day, I do a 24 hour, like no eating window. And that has been, because it's like your body, if it gets in the same, like if you just eat six meal, six hours a day, every single day, your body kind of gets in this rut. And sometimes it'll grab onto some weight. This kind of keeps it like always thinking, like it doesn't know what I'm going to do because I am able to change up my eating window and it just works perfectly in my schedule. So it's funny because the day that I eat three meals a day and then on Monday, I don't eat again till dinner. Well, on Tuesday, I've like whooshed weight off and it helps just keep that sustaining, but also doesn't deprive me. So like I get to have a fun splurge on Sundays, you know, and I eat three times a day and I eat breakfast and, you know, whatever I want. So when you weigh yourself, do you ever weigh yourself on Monday morning before you do that fast? Or do you ever weigh yourself on Tuesday morning? And do you feel like you maybe have lost a pound or have yeah. you been weighing yourself and seeing what's going on? on yes. The scale? So I, I prepare myself mentally because on Monday morning, when I get on the scales, I'm going to be up because I just ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Sunday. But then I always love to weigh on Tuesday when I didn't, when I did the 24 hours and, um, I always like just this past week, I had been up two pounds because I had ate, you know, on Saturday, on Sunday, I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so I was up two pounds. And then when I weighed Tuesday morning, I was right back down where I was. So it, like, it literally just took it right out of me. Um, And it just, it's so easy to maintain. I just, I kind of keep in that same window. Hey guys, one of the things that will take your weight loss to the next level is coaching. You can either work one-on-one with me or one of our certified private coaches. If you'd like, you can schedule your free call. It's a 10-minute strategy call just to see if coaching is going to really take you to the next level. The other thing is listening to the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook and getting the video course that I've done, people are seeing dramatic results. If you just listen to the audiobook 30 minutes a day over and over and over again and get the video course, go to ChantelRayWay.com and check out the video course. You won't be sorry you did. 
That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your story. I want you to also talk about one more thing, and that Mm -hmm. is this new technique that we're doing of just slowing down our eating and timing it and making sure that we're eating, but taking a break. Talk about that. So I'm a really fast eater. Um, and I know Chantel is too. A lot of moms are really fast eaters or people that just go quickly. Like I feel like sitting down and eating and taking a long time is just wasting my time in the day. Um, so I have found that like my husband's a very slow eater and it drives me crazy. So we'll literally sit down at the same time. In five minutes, I will have eaten everything on my plate and I'm already putting dishes away. And he's just sitting there and he's chewing and he's enjoying his food. And I'm like, can you please hurry up? Let's go do something else. And so what we've done is we've started kind of like timing ourselves and taking like setting a timer and taking like mandatory breaks to try to train ourselves to take a longer time to eat. Because what happens is when you eat so quickly, your body does, your stomach doesn't have time to tell your brain it's full. So we get to you, when you eat very fast, you overeat most of the time because by the time your, but your stomach has caught up with your brain, you are too full at that point. It's too late. And so if you eat in a slower pattern, you'll see yourself get full faster and you'll eat less food. Plus it's good for your digestion. So we're now like timing ourselves. So like last night at dinner, I literally sat across from my husband and I watched every time he took a bite, I took a bite. And I sat there. He's a really slow eater. He's a very slow eater. And I actually felt so awkward because I was just like sitting there like, mm-hmm, you know, like, oh, no, another bite. And so it was so interesting to see how long it took us to eat. And my kids are slow eaters. Like I just am super fast. And so today, like for lunch, we timed it. We, we literally said, okay, at this time, like we can't eat, like, let's take a five minute break. Don't eat anything. Got up and moved around. And then we, it took us like literally over an hour to eat our lunch, but because it spread out, you know what I wasn't looking for in 15 minutes was chocolate, a snack, you know, eating more things. And so I think it's really important to just, I, seeing this is how much slower you eat, how much you're less you're going to eat and just get exactly what your body needs. And I think it's important too, when you're doing the two meals a day, sometimes like, especially cause I work out in the morning, my I'm ravished at lunchtime. And so some people like Chantel, you love to eat lunch. Like that's your favorite meal of the day. My favorite meal of the day is dinner because that's when I'm home with my family. And so I think it's important to also have a meal and a snack like having, uh, like I'll eat a smaller lunch so I can eat a, like a bigger dinner if my whole family's eating or if I know we're not eating something big for dinner or my kids want something that I don't really want, I'll eat a bigger lunch and then a smaller dinner. So having two full-sized meals sometimes is too much, but having like a good-sized meal and then a smaller meal is just much better um, for and you. That's, and if you lunch. watch our video, if you watch the video course that I did, you'll you'll hear from thin eaters that almost all say, I have one medium sized meal and then I have one small meal. It's either it's like a tasting, it's either a smoothie, it's a small salad. They're not sitting down and having two big meals. Right. So I think that's such an aha moment when you hear it coming out. And this is what I always tell people is that, you know, I'm coaching uh, two ladies right now that are just having such great success. They're listening to every little thing that I'm telling them to do. And they are just listening to the audiobook, listening to the video course. Because here's the thing. 
you have to listen to it over and over and over. And you have to have accountability. You have to have people to, in your life that can kind of go to you and go, oh, you're eating too fast. Yes. You know, can you take a break? Because it's not just eating slow. What changed me is helping me and I still eat too fast, but I'm so much better than I was. I mean, people literally would say to me, they'd be like, Chantel, nobody's stealing the food from you. Like <laughs> I can get like crazy, crazy, crazy. And and I have to take that break. Um, today I ate in an hour and I think eight minutes or something like that. Cause I took a, I had a call to do and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a full 30 minute break and you don't need to do that all the time, but taking at least a five minute break, eating at least in 20 minutes. That's the key. It has to be 20 minutes because your body doesn't know you're full until then. Yeah. And then taking a five minute break in between is a game changer. Game changer. It is. And I noticed when I was doing my first, like when I was, when I was first doing intermittent fasting and I was really trying to get those, that first weight loss going, I did, I did like the snack and then a meal is kind of what I did. And I would have, if you have something that has protein in it, it helps you like, so whether or not it's a smoothie, like that has a, it's a protein shake or something. I would eat cottage cheese. I love cottage cheese. Cottage cheese has a lot of protein in it. And, and I would eat the, like the cottage cheese and like something else really small with it. And then I would eat my dinner and that, that cottage cheese filled me up because the important thing is like one meal a day is great to do sometimes, but when you get to that one meal, sometimes you're so hungry, you overeat. So if you do the little snack beforehand, so I'd have like cottage cheese and maybe some vegetables or cottage cheese and something else. Even I'd do like a piece of turkey or something. By the time I got to dinner, I wasn't as hungry, so I didn't eat as much. And that was what really helped accelerate my weight loss. So it's just different tricks like that that you do, that you're you're giving your body what it needs and it's getting nourished and it's getting, you know, food, but you're just not overeating. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And Heather is now a coach with us. So if you go to chantelrayway.com slash coaching or go to chantelraycoaching.com, you'll see you can always apply to be a coach and kind of teach other people. And, you know, that's a great way to really get yourself. I, we have one coach that's about 20 pounds away from where she wants to be. Um, and guess what? That's fine. You can still be a coach just because you're 10 to 20 pounds away from where your ultimate goal is. You can still be a coach. Um, and so she is an amazing coach if you want her to coach you. But we're also, if you're looking for people to be on our podcast, normally uh, I have people who are doctors and influencers on our show. But for the next two months, I feel like we're going to just change it up a little bit. We're going to judge it up. And we're asking for people to share your intermittent fasting personal stories. So we're going to actually be featuring people just like Heather who have actual stories of how they lost weight through intermittent fasting and hear inspirational stories from real life intermittent fasters. And you're going to hear what they ate, what's their eating window, what are their best tips for weight loss. So if you want to be on the show, go to chantelrayway.com or just shoot us an, an email is even better just to go to questions at chantelrayway.com and say, hey, I want to be on the show. We'd love, love, love to have you. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you I'm offering a free weight loss virtual Bible study. Now is the perfect time to focus on understanding true hunger and fullness and learn what the Bible has to say about it. 
All you have to do is go to ChantelRayway.com slash Bible study. After you sign up, you'll receive a six week Bible study video that you can watch on your own, or you can get a small group of people and do it together. That's ChantelRayway.com slash Bible study for your free six week Bible study course. We are talking again today about just some things, questions that people ask us. So I want to read this to you. This is hysterical, this first question. It's from Nikki. It says, hi, how are you, Chantel? I've not caught the Rona yet, so all is well. Have you heard people now? They're calling it the Rona? Yes, I have. That is so funny. It's so funny. But she said, fasting question. Some days I feel like I find I'm really feeling strong hunger pains in the morning, even though I had a big meal the night before and I'm not at 14 hours of fasting yet. I drink water and hot tea and wait to eat later, but I'm finding that I'm hungry all day. Mm -hmm. The more I fast, the hungry I tend to be. And honestly, it chips away at my resilience. So, well, I'll answer what I think too, but first I'd like to see what you'd say. Yeah. Well, obviously when you're fasting, you're going to be hungry. It's just unfortunately part of the the deal. Um, but some days are worse than others and I get it. And it is, it, it can be really frustrating. There are times when I'm like, find myself searching for food. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, my stomach's growling, but it's not time for me to eat yet. And I am pretty strict to my eating windows when I am, you know, I hold myself pretty accountable. Um, but I would say one thing that it helps me a lot is when I am hungry, I can go on a walk and that helps me so much. It will actually kind of bring my, I don't, it, I will, I won't be as hungry anymore. It'll kind of get, get me over that hump until I can make it to my eating window. Um, I've even gotten on my bike before and like wrote, done a quick little exercise. And I notice when I get off, I have more energy and I've, it just gotten me out of that slump but I will not go to food. So that's the biggest thing is I think if you can get out and do something else, you've got to get your mind off of it. And I really feel like exercise helps um, kind of, it gets your energy up again and it, it gets your body kind of over that hump because it starts working again and it's not looking for food because it's so hungry at that moment. Yeah, so what about, have you ever experienced what she's saying? She's saying like, why if the night before, why mm. if I ate a big dinner the night before, why am I hungry that next morning? Have you ever found that to happen of like, you're like, wait, I shouldn't really be hungry right now. Sometimes I think that there's sometimes if I eat a lot, I'll notice my stomach doesn't growl. Sometimes it's more than a day later. Um, but yeah, sometimes you'll think I, you know, I, I ate a bunch last night and I am I woke up this morning and I'm like already ravenous. Um, I'd be interested to know if she works out to see if that might have something to do with it or depending on what her eating windows are, her body, if she hadn't, if she had, if she's doing longer fast, even though she ate, if her body was looking had it was eating up all of the energy that it had was like that it needed to store, then she might be hungrier the next day, depending on how long her fast was prior to that. So if I've not eaten in a while and then I eat a big meal and my body's like, thank you, I needed that food, then I may be hungry earlier than if I had continually been eating. So if she's doing the longer fast periods, that might be why, because her she ate what was stored and it's ready for the next round. Yeah. And so I agree. It's either maybe she would work it out in the morning and she used up all that glucose, but 
that another thing is, is that when you overeat, your blood glucose levels mm. spike to very high levels. So yeah. this in turn signals your pancreas to release more insulin. So insulin has the function of making glucose available to your body. So if you've got too much insulin, yeah. that makes your blood glucose levels crash. So now when it, as soon as they start crashing, right yep. now it's signaling to your brain up, I need more food. I need more food. It's just like if you, if you ate a whole bunch of sugar and then maybe like 20 minutes later or an hour later or whatever, as soon as those, the blood glucose starts to crash and it starts feeling like, oh my gosh, that blood glucose level crashing is that signal to your brain that you need refueling. But that that doesn't mean that your body's physically hungry. It just means that those blood glucose levels are going down. So you're more than likely not going to feel, you're not physically hungry, but it's right. that glucose, you know, those spikes because she had, because she specifically said I had a big meal the night yeah. before. And especially if it was too big of a meal. And that's why it's just super important to make sure that you're not eating, like if you read my book, you know that the level four is satisfied and not eating past that level four so that your your blood sugar levels can stay stable. Okay, now this here's another one. Uh, it says, love the one about Hashimoto's, which I have great content. I've been getting lax about my fasting and I need to step it up. I have a vacation coming up at a cabin with a pool and want to get into my honeymoon bathing suit. Need to listen to your book again to get back on track. My biggest issue is saying no to dinner. My husband cooks, and even if I'm not hungry, I partake. I need to work on that. I also need to reduce my drinks. I've cut them out during the week for the past two weeks, and that helps. How are you? I'm so sick of the pandemic, though. Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen to that. So um, she's kind of saying, like, my biggest issue is saying no to dinner when my mm-hmm. husband cooks, even if I'm not hungry. Yeah. So, um, how would you answer that? So I would say that you can absolutely sit down with your husband and have dinner without eating. And dinner is, is really a social, it's, it's the social part of it is that it was what you're looking for. And you you feel the obligation to have to eat while you're sitting there. And that's where people have a really big misconception that they think that even though they, you may be fasting and you're invited to a dinner party or you're invited to like, especially at the holidays, people go to all these parties and they feel like they're obligated to eat. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be able to tell yourself that, you know, that's, you can absolutely eat what your husband made for lunch tomorrow. And, but you can still sit down and have conversation with him and talk and drink some water, have a cup of like a glass of unsweet tea. You don't have to eat because he's eating. Um, same if you go to parties, like you don't have to eat just because there's food there. If you're not truly hungry, don't eat because when you're doing that, your body is now getting in this cycle. That's really hard to break again. So Um, You know, like she said in her question, she's gotten really lax on her fasting and that's because it's just easier to eat than to say no. And Chantel, you do a really great job of this. You could be, I have seen her in like, remember Nobu Nobu and I fasted. Tell that story. Oh my goodness. So we got invited. We went to dinner at Nobu, which is one of the nicest restaurants in the country. They're in all the major cities. And I mean, it's like, 
the best food and it's extremely expensive. And we were invited out to dinner to eat and they could not believe that Chantel was not eating. They were like, Chantel, could we get you? She's like, I'll just have broth. I'll have some water. I don't even think you, I actually don't even know that you had broth while we were there. Well, yeah. Cause I wanted I actually you on the 20? one spoonful. I wanted, I knew that I was deficient. So one of the things I do when I'm fasting is if I don't, if I, if I'm feeling some kind of way and I'm not feeling great, I will take, I don't have to have a whole cup of broth, right. but I will take a spoonful, one tablespoon of either pickle juice or one pick, spoonful of broth. So I did order a broth, but I took one bite and then put yes. it aside. They could not believe it. They were like, you are like, this lady is crazy, but she, you were doing like a 21 day fast at this point. And yeah. she's like, she sat there and she had the best time and she talked and she enjoyed and she was like, oh, order this. That's good. And order that. That's delicious. Oh yeah, you should get that. That looks good. How's your food? And she talked, but never once did she break her fast. Did she just want to, I mean, Nobu is something you go to like once or twice in your lifetime for most people, if they go that many times to Nobu. And she was like, nope, it's not a big deal. And she stuck to her fast. And just having that willpower is really important. So, you know, and, and it's just a matter of making the decision that if you're not hungry, don't eat, you know, just say, I'm, I really love that you made this and I'm going to enjoy this for lunch tomorrow. I will take leftovers, like take, take your plate, put it away, take it tomorrow. Say, thank you for making this for me, but I just want to sit here and enjoy your company. You don't have to eat at, because it's dinner time or, or someone's having a Well, party. and the other thing is if, if like you do, like, I know I've heard you say that you do a really good job of this. Let's say we're at lunch and you might have a small something and someone will mm -hmm. say, hey, do you want some more of that? And you'll literally say, no, I'm having a really nice dinner with my family tonight. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pass on that. Now you might eat some. So what, what I think this person needs to do is say, okay, I'm going to have lunch. I can still have lunch, but I'm going to have just enough so that when it does come time for my husband tonight at dinner, I will be hungry to eat. So that's number one. But, you know, we're always talking about finding true hunger. And yeah. if you're not physically hungry, but you're feeling drawn to eat whatever it is, it might be meaning like, that you're hungry for something else. Like you're, you're hungry for a hug or you're hungry for love or you're hungry for that relationship. And just like you said, talking with your husband while he's there doesn't mean you can't sit there and, and sit down with him. And people say, well, I don't want to sit down and eat if I'm not eating. Well, that that's just a mindset thing. That's yeah. all in your mind. Like I had so much fun at that Nobu dinner. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time and it was funny because I was, I had was asking God to kind of take away the urge for me to eat and just to get rid of any desire to eat. And I remember when we were sitting there, as soon I prayed that because I knew it was going to be a tough dinner because it was a family style, yeah. it was like pass this, pass yeah. that. And someone had ordered, I think it was some kind of fish. It was like mm -hmm. salmon or something like that. Well, I don't like fish. I like tuna, but that's it. And I remember as soon as I prayed that God would take away that urge, somebody ordered the fish and put it like right next to me. And I could just smell like that waft of fish. And I was like, Oh, disgusting. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I was like, yep, God came there through again. I, he took away the desire. So that was really good. Yeah. And that's, you know, a lot of times, like, like you said, I enjoy, like you enjoy lunch. And so you love having a, a good size lunch and then you have a very small dinner. And I love having a small lunch and a, 
and a bigger dinner. And sometimes I don't eat lunch, but you'll eat, or sometimes I'll eat and you don't eat, but we still sit there and like, we have meetings and, you know, we'll go to, we'll still have lunch meetings with people and we'll, we won't be eating lunch. And they're like, you guys aren't ordering anything. We're like, nope. And we just sit there and they eat and we talk. One guy that we, we go out to lunch with a lot of times. (laughs) He's so funny because he was like, now here's what I'm observing. The last time only Chantel ate, this time only Heather's eating. And then the third time, neither one of you were eating. He's like, it's very bizarre to go out to eat with you too. <laughs> he never knows if we're eating or not eating. He's it's like, really I never funny. know. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but it's important. Like, it's like, we can still have a great time. We, you know, have great friendship talks. We have great business talks, but we don't have to be eating even though it's at a restaurant and lunch, you know? So it's just important to pick your eating windows and stick to them. And just, if you're not hungry, don't eat. All right. Well, this has been great. And if you guys have thought about coaching, I'm telling you, it will take you to the next level. Heather is an amazing coach. She's having lots of success with people that she's coaching. I highly suggest that you go to ChantelRayWay.com slash coaching and ask for her to be one of your coaches. And if you've ever thought about being a coach, now's the time to do it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.